0: Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared.
1: Get the fuck out of here. We have a problem. Steven started ad libbing I guess that means I won't get to see you go through puberty.
2: Welcome back to Steven Destroy the podcast, where we watch every Steven Seagal movie, so you don't have to. I'm James. I'm Dylan, and this week we're talking Exit Wounds, directed by Andre Andre Bark- Bar- Barkovia Barkoviac Barkoviac Andre Barkoviac Barko- Barkoviac Andre Barkoviac Barkoviac Barkovia. Barkovia. um, Our boy, yeah, he. Is um, he kind of in the same way our buddy Dean Simler from The Patriot had a pretty extensive uh, filmography as a DP?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Our, our buddy Andre kind of has a similar thing going. He's done many more movies than um, the other dude, <laughs> Dean. Dean. <laughs> Dean. But, uh, the old Deanster. Yeah. Um, and and the movies he's done, some of them at least like have recognizable names to me. Um, cradle to the grave and the doom adaptation Mm. with the rock great yeah i mean i've I've seen (laughs) neither of those but same i know what they both are um but some movies that i don't have a game for him i was gonna say uh, this this is really feeling like it was shaping up to be a game no but that's okay honestly i thought the game was fun last time because there were so many goofy movies that he had shot yeah Um, for sure these are more just like actually good or at least like kind of interesting but he was the dp on twins um terms of endearment falling down speed uh, species <laughs> um u.s marshals which was the sequel to the fugitive oh, that wow. i never knew existed that was directed by uh Stuart baird from uh executive Decisions. i was gonna fame. say that's a name i i know yeah well that's it's because at least through the show we figured out right about that u.s marshals movie yeah um it's yeah. all one big intertwined seagal family here i know do you think that um warned them about working with seagal i sure hope so well this was 98 when they did u.s marshals so he might not have known he was going to end up going seagal mode but uh exit was from 2001 so steve's been off the scene for three years since the patriot mm-hmm. and he uh, comes roaring back with exit wounds yeah and um so how how'd you feel about exit wounds how are you feeling on <laughs> exit wounds look
1: man um this this one hurt this this one was really bad um this movie was, I think, the moment where I snapped. I think that this is the one that broke me. Really? I think that this is the movie that made me watch... I was sitting at my com- my laptop watching this movie, and I was like, I cannot fucking take this. So I loved it. <laughs> exit Wounds was a great one. No, um, yeah, Exit Wounds fucking sucks. Really? I hate Exit Wounds. <laughs> but
2: I... uh, go ahead and give me your, your, your view on, on Exit Wounds. I mean, Exit Wounds... <laughs> i wouldn't argue it doesn't suck yeah but i think that it's like i think it's the most ambitious that we've seen so far i will
1: agree with that um with with maybe not as being the most ambitious um but i i I don't know what i would argue against that with i would argue that there are at least a couple of moments where there's some slightly interesting or different turns in this movie Mm-hmm. um than there are in, in some of the other ones but maybe i should be more specific here steven himself in this movie is fucking unbearable for me i don't think he's any worse here than he
2: is in like fucking glimmer man or
1: well i guess that's the point this is my my glimmer man for steven really? i think i think i, just, I think oh, that this he is, is so much better than the
2: glimmer man are you kidding me it is
1: it's, i don't know it's, uh, just i don't know dude i was watching this movie i could not handle steven throughout this entire thing i mean he he, he he's just sucked. he's fully given he, up yeah, he, that, yeah maybe that's what it is it's like there's truly there's no there's no glimpse of anything from him in this movie it's there's truly nothing he really is just like a fucking cyborg in this thing yeah uh, he's like a computer program of a human being he's like he's like listening to Siri like read poetry or something it's just fucking it's awful
2: <laughs> i i guess a, a big thing for me is i mean it has it tries. Like, it, tr- the whole movie tries more than any of these movies have. Yeah. I feel like it feels, out of everything we've seen, aside from, like, maybe obviously Executive Decision and fucking My Giant, of course. Yeah. But I think this f- actually... Well, I, th- I was going to say that I think this feels the least like a Steven Seagal movie mm-hmm. and more like a movie that just has Steven Seagal. Mm-hmm. And I would actually argue it feels like that more than Executive Decision. Yeah. Executive Decision's very... Yeah, and and also part of that is that this movie feels like it came out in 2001 yeah um it is such a drastic change from just like the patriot definitely um in like every way you're getting um an electronic soundtrack no Mm -hmm. more overly dramatic overly emotional orchestral strings (laughs) yeah um and it's just it feels very 2000s it's cut a lot faster yep the actions a lot more stylized you get those slow motion moments yeah 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 um, did get some slow motion in this one steven's just fucking jumping all around he did wire work for the first time with this oh wow um which you can tell at the end with that sword. <laughs> <laughs> um again the disclaimer if this podcast has like three things the first one we don't watch the movies yeah second uh everything's relative everything's relative and then i don't know what the third would be i spoke too soon when i said um, three. i just had the two well
1: the third one uh I, I think that we've started uh uh bumpering in is that uh if you like the movies that's that's all right we're not t- oh we're that not, is yeah, actually yeah. that is
2: something very true yeah um i thought you're gonna say um don't listen to mark maron <laughs> that's four yeah <laughs> sure but yeah. All right. Don't listen
1: to Mark Marin, especially if you were a previously a Marin fan that uh, found us as an alternative. Yeah. <laughs> <As>
2: an alternative. <laughs> you can either listen to Mark Marin interview like famous people you know and respect and are interested in. Yeah. Or uh, you can listen to us talk about Steven Seagal. But you can't have both. Choose. Yeah, you can't have both. Unless you would choose Mark Marin, in which case you can have both. Yeah. But if you choose us, then yeah. you got to prove your loyalty. Yeah. Um Yeah. I'm fucking exhausted yeah about by steven <laughs> yeah and maybe that's maybe what i'm trying to express here is that just he is unbearable to me in this movie he he is a total non entity. i mean he always is um <laughs> yeah. but the um yeah, so as like I was trying to say though, ultimately, <laughs> yeah. is everything's relative. But I think that this is one of the better movies we've seen.
0: Mm.
2: I do, I really do. Interesting, and that is probably going to come down almost entirely to like a like the effort put into it. Sure, and arguably not all that much effort. I know, but <laughs> well, there I think that there is some effort from a lot of other people. In no, this I, movie. I mean. Yeah. <sighs> not very good movie but (laughs) it it just tries two things i mean we can just go ahead and get into it yeah sure um the do you want to kind of sum up the plot i mean can you (laughs) (laughs) well steven's a cop steven's a cop
1: and um you know there are certain aspects of this movie that i would almost argue um are almost a metaphor for steven seagal's career
2: yes actually one thing about this movie that i i mean
1: i was prepared within the first 20 minutes or so as i was starting to draw these parallels to call this the best movie that we had seen because i was really hoping for some sort of even like accidental like really weird like deep reflection of steven seagal it has the
2: opportunities yep to and, and i think that it kind of tries to be it's just not good enough to succeed here this is where it becomes kind of just like respectable that it at least tries sure but it kind of almost gets to where it could reach a level of like a unforgiven or grand torino for like clint eastwood these movies where it's like the movie like exists around having that lead actor be that mm-hmm. character and it almost takes on this like sort of meta study of their entire work um, or like a john cusack and Gris point blank um because it is so much about like Steven and he plays the same character in every fucking movie. So it really is like take quote unquote, taking aim at him and that character he plays Mm -hmm. and it teases. And I think pretends that it does kind of dig into that and like point a finger and be like, here's what's wrong with with Steve. Right. But it just, it just fails because it's not that good. Right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, those parts of the movie I was
1: starting to dig, but again, it's just like all the life gets sucked out of them because, you know, you mentioned like Clint Eastwood or John Cusack or all these vaguely interesting or uh, vaguely to extremely interesting uh, actors and directors. And then what we have here, unfortunately, is Steven Seagal. And at the end of the day, he is always Steven Seagal. Yeah. Yeah. And so (laughs) uh, we get in these situations that I actually think could have been really funny um because i actually there's think a,
2: there's i will i mean i think we're about to agree on this but i think that there's a genuinely good moment in here um of comedy that isn't in, intentional yeah with is, steven is it when he's
1: doing traffic uh because no, that, that, that was, that was one of the good, ones actually yeah that was one of the ones that came to mind for me i was like this could have been like actually quite good
2: yeah no i was going to say uh when he stands up in the, cha- the desk and the desk is stuck around him <laughs>
1: Yeah, I like that for a lot of reasons, yeah. but I, I don't think Stephen would would like the
2: reasons I thought it was funny for, but <laughs> but it's still I mean you know it's 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 you know, it's good it's something it's, all right it's pretty good let's roll in let's knock this down let's do it let's um let's, let's exit do, wound out
1: let's do exit wounds this is th- this is it man that I can really understand why. There were no more Seagulls. That's
2: not true. I lied. Really? Actually. Yes. We have one more. Oh, shit. Um, after this, we have uh, Ticker from uh, <laughs> 2001, later in the year. Cool. And then after Ticker is um, Half Past Dead, Ooh. 2002. And that did get a theatrical release, apparently. Good for but Half Past Dead. Half Past Dead's our last one. <laughs> okay. For a while. I okay. can't believe anything, he got anything after this. i i i mean i can kind of see it this was kind of considered his like comeback it did pretty well financially certainly better i think at least since under siege 2 yeah Um, well i guess the three the three-year break has to have helped like people weren't exhausted they didn't have to call fatigue yeah we do yeah like we do (laughs) yeah
1: the three-year break i'm sure must have felt like you know to just like action movie heads or whatever like <laughs> you know when when seagal came back they were like oh shit yeah that's the under siege guy we haven't heard from him in a little while let's
2: let's go see what he's up to yeah and um I, again i mean it made money it wasn't like a huge huge big deal but it made money and it was enough for people to be like oh maybe seagal's back <laughs> but then i guess uh half past dead didn't didn't really, do many favors I, uh, it didn't i don't know we'll find out i just gotta get into exit wins.
1: yeah let's let's do it let's do the let's, let's roll on. let's
2: roll the exit wounds <clears throat> i'm gonna drink as much juice as i can and get that sugar flowing to pump me up
1: yeah well who wouldn't get pumped up for exit wounds, man yeah. um so yeah we uh we get to start off with what i what i was uh I was prepared to see this uh, presidential candidate, or I guess he's the vice president. We, we find out president. later, but he was, it's, it seems at first like he was a presidential candidate or something. Well, I assumed it was yeah. a Senator. Yeah. Oh, well, I just, boy, I if, we, boy if we've seen a lot of those. I was really expecting him to see him just get like fucking gruesomely assassinated in this scene, the way that it was setting up, but that's not happened What happens? We have to wait a little while to see him, uh, get an assassination attempt on him. But yeah, we open up with, with the vice president, a little disappointed. It wasn't a Senator. Yeah. Same. Um, He's giving some really weird gun control speech. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, babies keep dying from guns. Which is Fine. Um, <laughs> and then Stephen shows up. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I love this this introduction that they give Stephen because they really try to make him seem really cool. Like yeah, he the, rolls
2: up smooth as hell. Yeah, the music car. tries
1: so hard to make him seem cool. Like, hey, guys, you remember Stephen?
2: <laughs> you know, your old friend Stephen, Uncle Stephen's here. <laughs> He's... Uh he's not as big in this movie i was a little impressed and it's you know who knows why who knows what he's got going on you know it might have been like like substance he had a bunch of clothes lines taped behind his back i don't know but um yeah or clothes pins yeah who's to say who's to say but uh he looked no that was the wire work that they did oh yeah it was the wire work Uh, there's a little et on his back yeah um but he's looking pretty lathery He's, he is, <laughs> yeah. he is definitely yeah, the a little skin more smelt, is, is starting to, but he looks like he's been like somebody left him in the microwave too long. <laughs> he is looking yeah. rough. Um, been out in the
1: midday sun a little, a little too much. Yeah, and has. the
2: mumbling is is better than the patriot, and potentially it might just be like the mixing in the patriot or right, the way we watched it. Yeah, um, but. I was a little bummed, uh, maybe bummed is too strong a word, <laughs> but it would have helped if we had been able to use subtitles. Yes. There were no subtitles available in the way we watched it, which is fine.
1: Yeah, well, about <laughs> about probably five minutes into the movie, I like clicked the C button, or the, the C key on my keyboard. I was like, hey, you know what, I'm going to need the closed captioning yep. on this one, and uh, it was very sad to realize it was not coming.
2: Yeah, it was a little tough. There were definitely moments where I just was not sure I could understand Steven. Um, yeah but he being steven Skull, he just sort of shows up to this speech <laughs> it's yep. not really explained why he's there he just sort of shows up and scouts it out um and he sees some cops and one of the cops like uh hands another cop something and that's all it is but it's enough for <laughs> steven to his spidey starts tangling yeah. and he knows something's up um and i did specifically compare steven to
1: spider-man uh during uh during my notes for this movie because steven does seem to have that uh, spidey sense ability in this movie where just like everywhere he goes a major crime is happening he has that sense in all of them yeah it's just i i feel like it really struck me this movie like man steven
2: just keeps stumbling into like crime after fucking crime i mean he he absolutely is (laughs) yeah but um basically it's an assassination attempt yeah on the vp and they all these (laughs) So there are these people dressed as cops, and they, um, I mean, they're part of the, like, you know, whatever, the motorcade, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then um, they basically just, like, open fire. Yeah. There's not really... They just like, let loose. Yeah, they just sort of, all of a sudden, they're just like, okay, it's time. There's a helicopter that comes down, and everybody just sort of opens fire. Um, there's a truck that, like, pulls up, and uh, the cops are like, you gotta stay back the vice president's coming through and then the truck um it's not like a big truck like a like a little like a mail truck or Mm -hmm. food truck um that dude kills the cops that are trying to stop him but then um steven shows up and i don't write it down and i don't remember (laughs) so what does he do to this dude in the oh do you not remember (laughs) i think he just starts shooting people man yeah oh yeah he does he just like yeah, shoots steven Stephen just starts he pulls up at fire. his car yeah. where that dude is like standing by the truck and he just like shoots that dude yeah and then he steals the truck and just fucking runs these people over yeah he just sl- drives straight into these people who are trying to you know assassinate the vice president um he's using one dude like a human shield <laughs> yeah he sure does that's really good um yeah steven's just shooting motherfuckers left and right he he shoots the helicopter so bad it explodes yeah just in like the middle of detroit right they're still in detroit here yes that's okay that sounds correct yeah Yeah. so they're they're just in detroit and he just blows up this helicopter in the middle in the sky um and they're on a bridge Hmm. and he throws the vice president over the bridge into the water yeah um this fucking weird moment or it's slow-mo like a lot of this movie and the vice president's just like i can't swim (laughs) for some reason they immediately i mean then there's like um this tension where steven you know after he's he's killed everybody um he like looks over the bridge and it's like this tension of like are we gonna see are we gonna see the vice president come come up or did steven kill him (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. of course, they they pull them out of the water, um. And it's completely written off. But the uh, did you catch who who did this attack? Um, who orchestrated um, it. No, I don't think I caught you that. you. Didn't I? Think I must have missed it. Interesting. Oh, it was a right wing militant group. What do you think? This exists in the same universe <laughs> as the Patriot? Um, let's just say yes. Is Floyd Jism's work? Yeah, he's back. He's back. He's back, baby. <laughs> <Chester>. <laughs>
1: the the um, uh, <laughs> the wine glass that Stephen stuck in his temple did not kill him. No, he just pushed it out like a splinter. <laughs> he put it out the other side. Um, <clears throat> um, yeah. So, and so, yeah. Then, uh, Stephen gets in a little bit of trouble for this. He's uh, he's he's in the doghouse. For throwing the vice president off uh off of a
2: bridge yeah he well i think <laughs> it's not just that he did that he also blew up that helicopter in the middle of the street he killed a great deal uh, of people used people as human shields
1: yeah i mean it's pretty and, and maybe that's just it is that i'm uh i'm so desensitized to mr seagal's uh complete and total disregard for the law
2: well that that's where this kind of like stands well stands yeah. out that's what makes exit wounds ambitious because sure. it it wants to tackle these things and it follows through on it more than like marked for death did sure it just even it doesn't follow through very well yeah but uh, But yeah
1: this one did have a little bit of a, a marked for death uh
2: vibe you know or at least like the you know the first 45 minutes of marked for death yeah but steven gets he gets moved to uh or he gets fired initially yeah but then he goes to see so he's fired by like his old captain yeah but then he goes to see the chief of police and um the chief of police is then like hey i don't know i can't get rid of you because you're too damn good but i gotta teach you a lesson so they send him to the bad part of town yeah and uh they send him to the 15th the 15th and um they're they're, they're really just pushing that thing uh with like Stevens, you know, he's just another cop. Yeah. So they send him to an anger management class to, to, you know, they sure do teach him a lesson. Yeah. Um, and this is where we meet Tom Arnold. Um, who's great? Is he great? <laughs> well, you,
1: you know, like he's him? he's yeah, he's uh, entertaining on screen. Is he? To me, he was really.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> he to me, he was uh, I mean, again, he, he's standing next
2: to Stevens, a for a lot of the movies. I could not fucking stand him in really movie. i could not fucking stand him I was oh man waiting. i was waiting for steve to just break his neck with an arm <laughs> i could uh. i've
1: oh man i i preferred him vastly to. well of course to mr Seagull, but but um yeah no, no. i
2: maybe it's because no. i was watching a steven seagal movie but well, i, I watching, didn't have the same steven seagal i didn't have movie. very much problem with, uh, with this dude to God. be honest he uh he thought he was so fucking annoying <laughs> um he just he doesn't even have like a bit his bit is just that he like you know is tom arnold and he talks a lot and he's riffing yeah um he's having a good time But this is where we get it's steven's turn to talk so he stands up and they're in like these little the little desks where the chairs and the table are all connected and when he stands up the the desk comes with him (laughs) yeah and he can't get it off yeah (laughs) so he just ends up destroying the desk with his hands fucking destroys it he just tears it to pieces it's pretty good it is i mean it Mm. is pretty good um yeah
1: i mean that part's good um okay the
2: rest of this anger management thing sucks (laughs) let's just dig in yeah we're not walking through it yeah we're just digging in we're, we're just s- gonna kind of pull we're, we're pulling out the pieces yeah let's just kind of do a quick walkthrough and then we can get in the specifics that matter to us okay but i think that walking straight through exit wounds it's it's not the movie for that yeah all so, right <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah okay i mean do do you disagree <laughs> no let's just do I'm it feeling, i'm feeling a little low energy yeah well just, like slugging through talking through exit wounds it's I mean, a little look, bit too man. much like it's, slugging through watching it yeah it's it's tough so let's yeah let's do that okay uh so we get done with anger management we get done with anger management um and i know i was like well let's just plot what we like but we might as well finish management <laughs> sure shit because steven's basically uh, and i mean both what would you expect in terms of the character but also like why did i think that the movie would actually have steven try and say something in anger management like literally anything anything but he basically <laughs> It's just like, no, I'm going to leave. So he does. Yeah. And then uh, there's some hoodlums trying to break into Steven's car. Yep. And uh, it's a mistake. Um, Steven kicks all their asses. He kicks all their asses. It's it's a very different sort of action scene. We already said it. But it's definitely a different feel, a different style mm-hmm. than kind of what we've seen before. Um, very 2000s. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I'm I'm just waiting for the Steven Seagal the first Steven Seagal movie we see with the new metal soundtrack. Oh
1: man, what a fucking iconic thing because
2: that's gonna be. You know it is gonna happen. Yeah. You know it's
1: coming. <laughs> I can't I think that might be uh the pairing of Steven seagal and New Metal might be one of the better revelations that we have throughout this entire thing um i think
2: i you th- mean like it's gonna they're gonna go together so well yeah that's what i mean like wine and cheese yeah yes yeah. so it'll be a very wine and cheese type of yeah. thing i think that if uh
1: you put like a real good trapped song <laughs> underneath of steven seagal or a real good
2: uh uh corn that's track it's gonna be like corn yeah i think corn and steven seagal would it's one where they they do like the weird like uh <laughs> kind of stuff <laughs> kind of stuff i don't really know what that was i apologize <laughs> doing i apologize to yeah, our the, the, the cornheads. yeah they're the, gonna like, be very upset well i just mean anyone who had to hear me do that yeah but um I was uh <laughs> i i don't i i can't really say why yeah but um working from home you know i'm just sitting at my computer and i've fallen recently down the youtube rabbit holes of people playing guitar hero <laughs> oh great um because some people out there are just fucking nuts it's fucking stupid oh yeah um and so i did watch a a full guitar hero full band playthrough of freak on a leash today (laughs) yeah who hasn't which yeah who hasn't right (laughs) yeah who among us um but i i don't know if i've ever actually heard that song all the way through Uh, before yeah top Um, to bottom yeah how'd you feel about it it's not very good yeah, it's not corn's definitely corn's definitely not the peak of the the new metal scene. I well, know. I would certainly. I already knew that. Yeah, but um, I I didn't realize that they made so many mouth noises. Oh yeah, that's like the whole um, bit of that song, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they uh, do a lot of that. Yeah, man,
1: it puts like disturbed uh, mm-hmm. to shame. Yeah, I I didn't noises. realize
2: that. I don't know if that's like a, a a new metal thing, because I mean, um, System of a Down uh, does that sort of shit but yeah. it just feels different because their thing is like being goofy sure so it's always sort of yeah, they, they kind different. of play it up yeah you know? um corn doesn't though you're
1: right it's like yeah it's, it's like meant to be taken as a uh, pretty twisted yeah <laughs> um, and it's uh god but you know man it's just like even that even just talking like that about corn like there's some like analysis that had to go into that. There was like something where we'd be like, oh yeah, corn, this is corn's intent with this, whereas this is system of downs intent with this. And you know how much I miss talking about <laughs> intent. <laughs> that's why it's just like, here, let me, let me tell this <laughs> in depth story about how I
2: ended up hearing at corn song today. Yeah. Uh, I'd give, I'd like give I anything to. to talk about corn right now. All right. Well, <laughs> let's then. do our corncast.
1: <laughs> that's the only corn song. Well, that's not true. I do know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Corncast. I do. Actually, I do know one other corn song one no it's a uh, blind which i think is also from that era
2: okay i, I don't know that <laughs> it
1: was on a, a, a sports game soundtrack it was actually not like too bad it, uh in the, the song the song wasn't like not too bad in terms of like corn and like what i came
2: to expect from corn
1: i was like you know what this, this is kind of okay you know okay granted it's been like probably 10
2: years since i heard it i know in my life i've heard the skrillex one that can't be good um, i can't imagine it was i i've, I've... I've never had a positive association with corn <laughs> now corn, the food for our C O R N C A S T exceedingly different, huge corn head. Yeah. Big time corn head. Um, um, so what, uh, what other corn songs? Well, what I only, other corn facts do you have. I only know, I only know blind
1: because I think it came out in the mid nineties. It's part of the, the hay mm-hmm. the corn day of corn. Um, And I know that they uh, utilized a a seven-string guitar on it, and it's a a relatively earlier usage of that instrument in metal music, actually, Um, as far as I remember, anyway. Certainly, the first time I'd ever heard of anybody doing it. Stop your tweets. Yeah,
2: we don't care. All right. I'm
1: sure somebody was doing it first. Yeah. Uh, in metal music. Robert Johnson. Yeah, Robert Johnson was doing it. I think that there were, like, Brazilian classical guitarists are using, like, seven-string nylon guitars, like, a f- like hundred fucking years before that or whatever. So I know that Horn didn't fucking invent yeah, it. Yeah, okay. But we
2: get it. We're seeing the tweets. Yeah. We're ready for We're them. seeing the it's tweets okay. live coming in and the emails. Um, but... Yeah, that's, that's the only th- positive
1: thing I can say about Corn. Is that they used to—I think they used seven-string guitar on them. Well,
2: you heard it here first. Dylan Jones loves corn. Yeah, Big corn head. I did uh, buy
1: the CD. What, what's the one CD? I, Dylan, I. <laughs> <laughs> what's the one? What's the What's the one album of theirs? I don't
2: know. You don't
1: know? No. Fall the leader. That's what it is. Uh, I yeah, bought it. I, I bought I really it when I was a, when I was a youngin. I mean, it was back when
2: I was buying Disturbed CDs and shit. I've never bought a Disturbed CD. Well, you know, I have. Well, I'm, I I i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> i probably bought like three i've had um disturbed cds i guess but sure if i hadn't heard freak on a leash before today why would i know <laughs> the name of a corn album
1: i don't know i, just, I thought you might know i bet you didn't have disturbed 2002
2: release believe on cd no i didn't I, I don't did. even know what that is it sucks it's, not, oh, okay. it's, it's pretty bad
1: okay. they're all bad every disturbed album's bad
2: okay stop the tweets <laughs> yeah <clears throat> all right you want to win. talk about steven seagal not really no yeah, but we're <laughs> going to yeah so um who's the bad guy in exit wins there's all kinds well they switch <laughs> okay yeah they switch that's true it's a loaded question yeah. um but we're introduced to uh dmx yep who plays a uh latrell walker yep and basically the movie wants you to think he's just like a, a, a naughty drug dealer mm-hmm. and steven's gonna teach him a lesson but then we find out that he's actually a uh a, <laughs> like billionaire yeah who f- just like changed identities yeah. <laughs> and uh his name his real name's Leon Rollins yeah, it's and real, he uh, like
1: wrote Batman stuff here
2: yeah well so i know i have it in here somewhere but cuz we're jumping around i kind of got to track it down a little <laughs> bit more Yeah. Yeah, because it would sucks so bad, and we have to, we have to plow through it. I, <laughs> I'm not budget on how much I hate this fucking movie, man. I, this this movie is so unbearable. I mean, bad. it's all relative, but I still just, I just respect at least. <laughs> At least it tried for something, especially coming yeah. off of, like, a, a The Patriot. Yeah, but then again, I feel like that's something that can, I guess, can switch
1: week to week for me. But, like, it almost hurts more that this movie tries at something, and it still sucks so bad.
2: I'm, I'm just also appreciative that it was, like, different yeah. in any way. It that's, that's true. I mean, I, it's different. definitely,
1: I don't know. <clears throat> I, I feel like, I mean, I'm talking so much about how boring it is. It probably is still less boring than The Patriot.
2: Um, it has to be <laughs> But Like I don't know objectively Scientifically yeah. it has to be Less boring than the Patriot <laughs> But I will I mean it was tough It It is becoming Genuinely tough Yep. To just be like I have to set aside You know two hours Of my day yep. and just watch This movie that I just don't want to watch mm-hmm. Like it, it is tough Yeah <laughs> Yeah and it's tough
1: because it's like Stephen is such a fascinatingly terrible actor to have done this for because <laughs> he is in and of himself so one-dimensional and the one dimension that he brings is just lackluster fucking boredom.
2: Like there is nothing else to Steven Seagal. There, there really isn't. The only hopes we have is that like the movie's, that were constructed around him are based on insane yeah we just have to hope <laughs> that the movies are basically insane yeah like come like it has to come down to either like the writer or director or just like maybe other cast members but what it really comes down to is that the movies around him have to be something enough to make it stick worthwhile maybe worthwhile is not the right word but yeah. memorable yeah engaging in some way even if it's like engagingly awful yeah. because steven himself will never be like crazy enough ever to be engaging like we compare him to like tommy wiseau that's that's unfair to tommy Wiseau. it is yeah. because Tommy Wiseau is like engagingly <laughs> offbeat yeah quirky and like when we do compare him it's usually like the um yeah kind of the like broader terms of what they're doing like a line but mm-hmm. it's not the delivery
1: yeah well and, and you mentioned what so and, and like what so i mean like when i first got into the to the room obviously i was like in high school and so i it was more just like a haha look how bad the room is type of thing and like there's still plenty of an element of that with the room but like the room is like and and was and like fucking the neighbors and shit like there's this element of it just being this like Unbelievably wild, like outsider art, to where like Waso is just like on a totally other plane than most anybody else that's ever picked up a camera in their entire life, and like that will always be infinitely more interesting than
2: anything Steven Seagal is ever going to put his hands on. There's just no question. Yeah, it, it and. <laughs> <laughs> and like to just sit and be like well we're gonna talk about you know this movie that like inspired no sense of passion <laughs> even if it was like we like like out for justice was weird and like yeah. something different so it kind of brought out like again there was some fun in that yeah, one yeah like i, mean, maybe passion. I think
1: all of the first four i i, I give um mm-hmm. above the law a lot of shit but even above the law had some pretty wild shit yeah yeah. and and there's some pretty funny lines uh you know that weren't intended to be but you know but like steven just stop in the car with pam greer and be like hey i'll be back in a second just (laughs) beating the shit out of everybody inside of a bar (laughs) because like i again i would take that any day over what we're dealing with right now
2: yeah i know i started (laughs) off (laughs) <laughs> like being like, hey, you know, we gotta give Exit Woods some credit, but now that I'm sitting here looking down the barrel of this gun, I'm happy to be like, let's talk about Exit Woods. Yeah. Oh man. Um But so DMX, <laughs> he's yeah.
1: yeah, let's get into the talk about DMX. DMX
2: is uh Leon Russell and he he's like uh this billionaire who created a website where you could buy shit cheap and that's just like it. Yeah. It's like everything's under a ten dollars, and he became super rich. The, the dollar store of the internet. This man, well, it's like the ten dollars store. Well, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> but and his brother got framed, and he's in jail. Yep. and so like anybody would, he just becomes somebody else. <laughs> like he he just takes on this new identity as the Charles Walker and gets involved somehow with this like league of corrupt policemen who are all selling heroin yeah um and and he's like got this whole team and they're filming everything that like um dmx is doing so they can like show that all these cops are super corrupt and um that twist is genuinely interesting
1: yeah i mean i was watching that and thinking like well I, i can tell you of all the things i was expecting to happen in the last act of this movie this was not yeah. at all on the list
2: and and um there's a scene where steven again he's just fucking driving down the street yeah and uh anthony anderson who's dmx's number 2 yep he's like watching this drug deal and, and you know by the end we realize it's probably because he's like doing that recording yep at the time it's just fucking weird it's like why is he just like posted up watching all of it he's too far away to do anything if anything goes wrong yeah but Steven sees, um, beats up Anthony Anderson, and then goes and intervenes in the drug deal. And this one dude <laughs> tries to kill him with a table saw. Yeah. And then it turns out that that was an undercover cop, yeah. supposedly, which Steven isn't immediately like, hey, you knew I was a cop, yet you tried to murder me with a table saw. <laughs> Clearly something's wrong here. Yeah. Instead, Steven's like, hmm, I don't know about this guy. Yeah. So then when it turns out that he is actually corrupt and wasn't undercover it's like yeah no shit we all saw that coming yeah but it also works as like um the twist Mm -hmm. so then when there's the real twist later it kind of you're even less expecting it because there's already been a twist yep it's pretty effective um it's probably like the best thing that i could say about (laughs) exit Wounds. yeah is that frankly it's it's one of the better things that we could say from like a a
1: writing standpoint of any of these movies easily is that
2: i don't know of any of the other ones that have a good like a twist twist that actually kind of yeah
1: this was like a thing that happened that wasn't boring yeah in in a steven seagal movie so this this has to be commended for
2: for uh being a pretty interesting twist in in one of these things Mm -hmm. but um so after steven intervenes in that drug deal they do put him they make him be a street cop and he like directs traffic and shit yeah and that is also um pretty funny pretty funny
1: yeah and so yeah, like these are the mo- we've we've kind of skipped around uh, a lot and gone on a lot of tangents, but these are like the kind of moments where it is like sort of mirroring Seagal's career, where it is just like he's on the top of the mountain, you know, we're, we're at above the law of at the start of the movie and um <laughs> through his uh his own actions continues to get himself <laughs> demoted to the point in where he's in direct-to-dvd land aka directing traffic yeah uh in the streets of detroit so i was really digging that i think at, at this point in the movie when he was directing traffic i was like man we might we might be on to something
2: um, yeah and it tries to like just sort of be like almost i mean it doesn't even try but it like teases the idea of being like kind of a quote unquote character study that's like way too fucking strong but it like kind of it acts like it's gonna pry a little bit into that same character that seagal plays in every fucking movie Mm -hmm. and it really doesn't um at the end of the whatever yeah at the end of the movie he's uh goes back to anger management yeah and it's without question the only movie we have seen so far where the character seagal plays has like learned something yeah the and 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 Argue. I mean, he fucking leaves the anger management class yeah. once everybody just like starts applauding and trying to hug him. <laughs> but uh he still goes back when he doesn't have to because he's no longer like you know court required. Yeah. So that's pretty special. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah. I the the more I've had to th- <laughs> over these past like thirty minutes. Yeah. The more I've had to think about exit wounds, the more I'm just like fuck this yeah fuck this movie yeah. fuck this podcast <laughs> fuck everything about everybody this is involved stupid and this. bad this sucks
1: um yeah no it's you know exit wounds is not the worst movie we've
2: seen it's really not that's the <clears> thing <throat> too it makes it yeah s- hurt so bad i it's, still it's, think it's like up there and deserves a lot of praise yeah it's not the worst one we've seen relative um, praise. yeah relative praise. Relative. it's not the best one we've
1: seen because um, at this point, I'm starting to think Out for Justice is just never going to get topped, which is a truly horrifying. I'm, I'm thought. still
2: a big proponent of Under Siege 2. I thought that was fun.
1: Yeah, Under Siege 2, Yeah, it was was comparatively good. But um, yeah, and so it just it all comes down to like I, I feel like we're talking about how much this movie sucks, but then in between each time we talk about how much it sucks, we talk about something good in the movie. And it really all does just come down to we have all, we have all these like pretty good real life, real movie elements. Steven learns something. There's a there's an attempt at a character study, which I'll get into in a second. Yeah. Like a, yeah. And, a little exploration. Yeah. A little exploration. And then there's um, a twist.
2: And there's like a, a twist. A, a
1: real twist.
2: The action in this movie some of it actually kind of does. It's weird because like some of it does suck shit. Yeah. Like it's just like edited poorly. It's hard to follow. But there are a couple sequences in here that were pretty entertaining. Yeah, um same. the climax I enjoyed enough. Yeah. Um there's the a scene where Steve gets kidnapped and put in the back of a van. Um Yep. And he's like handcuffed to the ceiling of the van mm-hmm. and um they're going <laughs> to they're just gonna kill him they've got like a syringe of some mysterious substance yeah which means steven's immune to from above the law right (laughs) that's exactly what i thought (laughs) (laughs) weird is true serum but um the guy goes to like inject steven and he like slips (laughs) Yeah. And injects the driver. And so then chaos ensues. And there's this like action scene where the truck's driving all over the place and flipping around and Steven's handcuffed. And it was pretty neat. Pretty neat. I mean, but
1: yeah, and this is sort of my point is like we put all these decent things together, but at the center of it is always going to be Steven Seagal. It's always going to be Steven Seagal. You know what sucks about every single one of these movies? (laughs) What's that? They all have so much Steven Seagal. You know what really sucks about. almost every one of these movies is that almost every one of them like on the one to ten scale rating could be boosted two or three points by having anybody else be the lead actor i do not disagree at all yeah with the exception of like the patriot that would still suck no matter what i think
2: yeah but i mean i it would probably still get a boost it would still get a boost but it would still suck but like a few of these would,
1: would be like watchable maybe. I, I
2: know we said it on the episode and probably said it since hard to kill yep with like anybody else yep. stallone a schwarzenegger uh bruce willis yep just like anybody 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 pretty, would have been pretty watchable <laughs> yeah yeah because right now it's pretty unwatchable I, again <laughs> <sighs> yeah man Yeah, I didn't come to this expecting this to be the one that we just couldn't do. We just couldn't do it. Yeah, I really, I did really.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, because I was watching this a few hours ago, and I was just like, I hate this. (laughs) And again, it's like this one. uh, Here's a great example in this movie is so they go to uh, like this nightclub Mm -hmm. that um, Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson. Dmx um, is number two. Dmx is number two. Remind everybody because we barely. (laughs) Yeah, because we barely have talked about this
2: movie. So, uh,
1: and he's up there. Accountant Counting money. DMX count is, is counting. DMX is counting money. Anthony
2: Anderson's like hitting on one of his employees. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. there's a, Anthony Anderson commits a, a fair amount of sexual assault or not assault Ugh. harassment uh, in this movie. Yeah. He, he, he mm-hmm. uh because there's also fuck. What's the other scene where he's just yelling about that girl's ass for like? Oh a, yeah, a full that car, in the yeah. car <laughs> yeah, in, the, yeah, that. in the car dealership. Yeah, yeah, in the car dealership. That's right. Yeah, he just yells yeah. about a girl's ass for like uh, quite a while in the car dealership. So he does a little bit of harassment uh, throughout the movie. But so yeah, he's doing one of his classic harassment bits to his <laughs> to his employee and steven shows up and so we get this great setup actually I, I think in this scene because you know i was thinking while i watched this movie i'm like God, i'm really bored about all these fucking nightclub scenes and in movies so it's like we have to always have one scene in a nightclub mm-hmm. but then we get a pretty nice setup here where three or four fucking massive yes. bodyguards or, or uh security guards at this place <clears throat> It's a strip club I imagine they probably have, to bouncers, have some pretty, yeah, Pretty big something. bouncers at this thing these, so, dudes, yeah, <clears throat> these dudes look like sumo wrestlers Yeah absolutely sumo wrestler teal, tier Fucking Massive guys and it's like and I'm thinking in my head like man even for Steven This is gonna be something <laughs> and what the fuck Was wrong with me Steven Mercilessly and effortlessly yep. Destroys every One of these guys one by one
2: Yeah it, it is one of those ones where they're like I think I mean I wasn't like keeping track but i think like they might land a punch or two maybe so it's not quite like an out for justice where nobody can even get close to steven yeah but when they are hitting him i mean he's not like it's flinch. yeah it's 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 one of the ones where he just is completely unaffected playing with his food having a good time (laughs) Um, it sucks yeah
1: (laughs) it sucks so bad can you imagine if like in the predator do you can you imagine if steven seagal was arnold schwarzenegger uh playing schwarzenegger's role in the predator and just like found the predator and just mercilessly (laughs) fucking destroyed it so you mean like imagine the predator is 25 minutes long (laughs) yes (laughs) you know like they get done with that first scene at the beginning of the predator where like Jesse Ventura and everybody—they fucking blow up the the fucking do their the, actual yeah they do their actual the mission and then they years. find the predator and yeah. Stevens like hey the, hey again. hey guys hey. This, you guys see that up there in the trees over there? So this patch of trees, doesn't look right. It doesn't look right to me. I think I think there might be something, something up there. <laughs> and they're like, you smell that? You <laughs> smell that? It smells like the predator. <laughs> <laughs> he just climbs up the tree and breaks the predator in half. He breaks and then, his neck with one arm. <laughs> and then the movie's over. And then he takes he takes a big branch and shoves it through his temple. And then the movie's over. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's just my thing, man. It's just like. <laughs> hey I
2: just, it's, it's just it's, it's, it's every it's every one of the movies like there's no exception Ugh. i i didn't i really didn't anticipate this being the one that we just could not do
1: all right, look. Let's um, no. Let's just Wikipedia style the rest of the movie. What? <laughs> let's just let's just read it like it's a uh, not re- actually read the Wikipedia uh, so, a synopsis of the movie, but let's finish it up. Is there <laughs> is there anything else that's interesting that we haven't gone through? Maybe we should just give them like the quick top to bottom of what the movie actually was, so that they don't themselves have to watch it. They because uh, that is the point of the the podcast is we explain the movie so that you know what happened without having to see it. <laughs> Is that the point
2: of the podcast? I figured that was the reason we went through the movies top to bottom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I just. (laughs) Okay. I mean, so some things that stood out to me. Mm. Um, Yes. Steven's new captain. Yes. He, uh, once he starts realizing that something fishy is going on, he goes to a, (laughs) she's having dinner at a nice restaurant with somebody that is implied to be like a long-term boyfriend. Yeah. Um. And Stephen just shows up at the restaurant. He just knows where she's having dinner, yeah, and um, he basically tells the dude who looks like uh, he looks like Prince Charming from Shrek. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, he's basically like, "Hey, Prince Charming, I got to talk to her." And he the guy's like, "Okay, Stephen." Yeah. Oh. And <laughs> Stephen says, <laughs> um, okay." Stephen sits down and basically tells the captain, "Like, hey, some stuff's going on, uh, some funky stuff." And he just starts eating the dude's food. Yeah, he, he sure does. There.
1: He's like, it was pretty good."
2: Jesus, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen sucks. Yeah, I thought it was pretty. Like, Stephen, you can't just eat that man's food. <laughs> and then as he's walking away, she's looking at him, just like, and and maybe you interpreted this differently, but I really felt like she was looking at him, just being like, you know what, I I'd, I'd do it. That's
1: exactly <laughs> yeah, how I.
2: Is, she's that. looking at him. She's just like, you know what, yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> I'd leave my my man for him. But yeah, I'd do it. Um, there's a scene where all the bad cops are in a bar. Mm-hmm. And they're just sitting around naming athletes.
1: I, I actually, I just when I wrote down, I was like, "Wow, these guys sure do know the names of the most famous athlete yeah. from every sport."
2: They're, they're literally just like, <laughs> uh, they're just like sitting around. Have have you seen Scream Two? Yes. You have? I have seen Scream 2. Nice. I love Scream 2. That's a good one. Talk about a movie that is. I guess. I say, talk about a movie that's better than Exit Wounds. <laughs> yeah, let's get a list
1: going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have we, moved, have, just we named like, it, <laughs> have we named a movie yet that's worse than Exit Wounds? <laughs> yeah. Besides The Patriot, uh, okay. I guess. Yeah. I'm the Glimmer Man.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm the Glimmer Man. I still think Glimmer Man's worse. It's just that this is just. Yeah. The... <laughs> But yeah, no, let's, um, um Yeah. But it reminded me of the beginning of Scream 2 where they're all in the classroom just sort of naming sequels. Yep. <laughs> Except now they're just like sitting around just naming. They're like, oh, I've got it. Uh, <laughs> Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. And they're Who? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, Babe Ruth, that's baseball. And he's like, you're right. They hit the balls. <laughs> and the guy's like, I, I got another sportsman for you. Wayne Gretzky. They're like, ah, he's Canadian. Do you guys ever
1: hear of a of a gentleman by the name of Tiger Woods? <laughs> How about Michael Jordan, huh? It really is. they like, just, 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 just fucking. They're, I think they're trying to decide who the best one is. But, just the best athlete. Yeah, just, just the best just, athlete. He's the best athlete to ever they, live. They, of course, come down with a controversial opinion of Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Uh, it really is just. Um, look, I've never tried to write a movie before. I'm going to mm-hmm. come right out and say it i understand that that uh you know at points you'll have these you'll have big groups or something together and they have to talk about something but um well
2: first off, yeah. actually mm. in terms of this scene yeah they don't they because really the scene has yeah. no reason to exist
1: <laughs> and we don't really need to like understand anything about these characters no i mean literally
2: this scene has no reason to exist yeah. it establishes that one dude is in the bar because later we see him leave the bar <laughs> yeah but uh yeah, you don't. Yeah, we didn't really you need this need movie. You don't need to see it. Have a, the, I, this scene. I said the movie, but that, that's true too. But we didn't. I need would this scene. I would yeah. be like uh, watching the movie, and we'd see that cop come out of the bar, and it'd be like, I didn't know he was in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> what were what was he talking about in the bar? Yeah, hey, what what conversation were they having in there? You uh, can't have a character leave <laughs> leave a building without first showing me he's in the building. But I guess my point from this would be: is,
1: is that if you are going to have characters talk about something, I would imagine if you're if you're writing the scene. You should have them talk about something that you, the writer, <laughs> could make them say something that seems like they know what they're talking about. And in this scene, they truly are just talking like four or five dudes who have heard about sports. <laughs> I'm a pretty big sportsman myself, so maybe I'm being a little too no, uh, I, a little too no, critical. <laughs> as somebody who really
2: does not know very much about sports. Yeah, these dudes are like like the one guy is like babe ruth and the retort to that is just like ah, oh, that's baseball <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um it's pretty rough it's it's a it's
1: it's 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 pretty bad it, it is just like uh golf he can't be the best athlete if he plays golf they're walking everywhere <laughs> yeah they're walking everywhere baseball they don't even run you know like it's it was, um they, i don't even think he says that <laughs> they much they can't say that it's just not true <laughs> well yeah but my point being it's it's it, it does have a reputation as being you know a less athletic sport i guess than basketball or football but yeah well but um uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah no it it really does come off um like whoever was writing this scene just doesn't actually know what sports are um so that was that was one of the better scenes <laughs> Yeah, that was my movie. favorite scene. <laughs> yeah. I wish that had been the whole movie. I wish it had been yeah, like been a... Yeah, just the making sports yeah, for two hours.
2: Like diner or like a Richard Linklater thing. Or just these dudes hanging out, you know, yeah, naming baseball <laughs> players. I mean, I'd have watched that. I wouldn't, but... Uh, <laughs> I'd
1: have watched it if it were those exact four or five guys
2: yeah and then it ends with steven coming in and killing them killing them all Sp-
1: speaking of that's another good scene in this movie is where those same group of guys are in the
2: locker room uh at the police station and, yeah uh, just, tasing just tasing each other They're just tasing each other just for funsies yeah <laughs> um and then there's this big um beefcake yeah who, who was at the bar if i was he is at the yeah. bar big, i don't remember yeah. which athlete yeah. was his favorite though yeah i
1: think uh i you know what i don't remember either i think he just shit on everybody else's favorite Uh, i think
2: that's his bit he's he's just an asshole yeah Yeah. well he's he's a big beefcake yeah and um he challenges steven to like a uh getting tased off. yeah and um (laughs) notable here beefcake big like everybody in there is shirtless basically yeah except for steven who does not remove his shirt refuses to remove his uh, shirt they just tase him through his clothes yeah um but they tase him too high they tell him that they're only going to do like 25 volts or something but you they know give they turn, the big stuff they give them the the big stuff well actually one thing is uh, this is one of those parts where it'd be good to have the uh subtitles mm. because i'm not sure if this is what he said but they they're like hey steven come get tased and he's like nah i'm trying to quit <laughs> that's what i heard <laughs> i don't remember i heard i'm trying to quit like he's yeah. addicted to getting tased <laughs> yeah, sorry, he's like
1: sorry dude too many volts for me yeah, he's yeah. like nah staying off the old uh staying off the old cc's fellas. Yeah. no I'm, more for me i'm teetotal
2: from yeah. self-punishment <laughs> yeah. um yeah mm-hmm. so that's the movie yeah the the climax um the real bad guy turns out to be michael jai white um who was like the the cool police guy. He was nice to Steven when everybody else was mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is hazing the new kid Steven. Uh but Michael Jai White was nice, but then it turns out he's the real head honcho of this criminal operation. Yeah. Um and him and Steve have a climactic sword fight with like pieces of pipe. <laughs> yep. Um which it was cool and, well, maybe cool is not the right word, but it was, like, entertaining in, like, that kind of stupid as shit way. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's still something. Yeah, it's something. It, the The movie, honestly, I really don't believe it's as bad as we are making it out to be. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's just... It's, 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 it's just, just today's the one. It's just taking its toll. Today's the one, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and it's like... We aren't alone in that, I think, because I think even if... Just judging by, I know he had one more theatrical release, but just judging by Steven's career after this point, I think that this was really the one for a lot of people as well. Uh, somebody out there gave him another theatrical release, another shot at it, but yeah, but the, it didn't, I mean, the viewing public, you know, just
2: fucking look it up.
1: yeah, uh, as far as I can tell, you know, the viewing public seems to have forsaken Steven Seagal at this point as well, um,
2: And so... Oh, yeah. No. The half-past debt did not make... Really anything. Yeah, it didn't make back its budget. Which would both explain why it was kind of the last one, and then also um, would show that, yeah, like, everybody turned out Mm -hmm. for Exit Wounds. They gave them a chance. But then they didn't come back. Yep. And I can't really blame them. Yeah. And so...
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's what this, this thing comes down to. This movie ends... Uh, as grossly as um, many of the other Seagals,
2: Uh Do you mean when um, Tom Arnold and Anthony Anderson riff from no, like, not the No, not the riffing. Uh, okay. The riffing is the gross. most
1: lively part of the entire movie.
2: <laughs> I guess that's true. It's yeah. still pretty unpleasant to me, but... <laughs> i guess that's true I and mean, it was really weird um, it is very weird that this movie does end with them just sitting on couches just riffing <laughs> just just swapping stories yeah. bro uh,
1: but no uh the ending i was referring to uh the, the ending of anything important happening is with uh, <laughs> uh, uh two different people being violently impaled mm-hmm. um i was into it yeah pretty gross <laughs> it's it's what you came uh, to expect it i cringed i cringed at the cool. i cringed at the steven one and that's not even just because it was steven i just
2: thought it was a grosser uh i mean they're, they're a little gross yeah, yeah. um D- or, I dmx but dmx is the good guy yeah um michael jai white is getting away on like a helicopter ladder um Which we can add to our Steven bingo card and having somebody, having (laughs) something involving a helicopter ladder. Were you expecting Steven to pull the helicopter down from the sky? No.
1: (laughs) I was expecting... (laughs) because Steven was holding on to the fucking, uh, to the ladder from the helicopter as it was being kind of dragged across this roof. And I was expecting Steven to, like, pry his feet up on the side of the building and, like, Spider-Man-style rip it down from the ground like it was a boat or something. Like, it was a boat on the water and it just weighed less or something. I don't know what I thought was going to happen.
2: He is actually, like, putting up a pretty good fight against With this, this helicopter. helicopter, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, he um, he's holding the ladder and he, like, hooks it onto, like, a, a pipe and then it breaks the ladder off from the helicopter so michael jai white falls with the ladder and he lands on a pipe and he gets um impaled impaled yeah yeah um and then dmx and and first off so steven and michael jai white are having this sword fight and they are both like fucking doing like spins and like Mm -hmm. somersaults over each other it looks like something like uh like, the end of Revenge of the Sith.
1: Yeah. Well, they, they had seen Phantom Menace. And yeah. It was their favorite movie. Well, it's
2: like they were teaching it at, a fucking, like, the police academy. Like, sword fighting. <laughs> the way that they're both just, like, spinning all over each other. Yeah. Um, and then DMX fights the undercover cop. hmm And, um, who well, it wasn't really undercover, but whatever. Yeah. And, um, that one's kind of neat, too. I mean, neither one, like, sucks yeah I mean I mean there' have certainly been some dull
1: there's certainly been some dull action sequences in Seagal movies, but you know we've had a couple of action sequences throughout the the duration of this thing so far that have been okay
2: yeah i mean it's really just gonna come down to like the team behind that one yep i mean um right. I, I, I dug book kind of the climax enough mm-hmm. i mean it's not like yeah <laughs> again, everything's relative yeah but, um <laughs> You get so at the end. Here's one thing: uh, at yeah. the end, they give the chief of police like all the footage basically that DMX and his crew compiled. Mm-hmm. And um he's the uh, DMX is like, Do you think you know, once we get that, um we'll be able to get my brother out of prison? And the chief of police is just like, You think this is gonna matter? Nobody gives a shit about this. <laughs> it's just like oh yeah so um, none of this mattered so, yeah it's like okay uh <laughs> all right bye movie <laughs> yeah. uh but then he's like so i got your brother out on my own and everyone's like yay and the movie ends um yeah <clears throat> then steven goes back to anger management yeah but um and then and then they riff yeah it's tom arnold's like a uh like a t- local talk show host yes um I got a little bit of an Alex Jonesy vibe from Hit Him. I, They didn't
1: show enough of his show for me to understand what he did. I got more of like a Jerry Springer. But he's doing
2: like exposés, which I know is not exactly like Alex Jones. Yeah, Alex Jones. Believe
1: it or not, did (laughs) not invent the expose. Well, no, but there's the
2: scenes where he's like uh, talking, he's like yelling, and he's like. Well, he um,
1: does have his ragtag team of uh, convicted felon private uh, investigators that they get his information for him.
2: There's I don't remember what it is, but there's a scene Uh, where we see a show and he's like ranting about like some drivers or something i don't know just the way he's like yelling and he's just like sure i could see him that same tomorrow talking about eating his neighbors and shit
1: <laughs> yeah i suppose that's fair um you know alex jones was uh i believe around uh doing his thing in the, uh, in the by well yeah in 2001 he, yeah, was, absolutely. he was he was around doing his thing so you know maybe they'd uh maybe they'd caught wind of him earlier than certainly a lot of other people had and they're like this is this is a good uh, movie character here yeah
2: like richard Linklater. <laughs>
1: yeah um so yeah that's the movie uh i guess my my sort of parting thoughts on exit wounds here my sort of my
2: uh, my exit wounds from from exit wounds here. my exit wounds are gonna <laughs> last a lifetime yeah um <laughs> That would actually be a good name for the show. <laughs> yeah, my exit wounds will last a lifetime. Well, I just meant exit wounds. Oh, sure. Let's be um, yeah. I do a podcast. <laughs> what's it called? My exit wounds will last a lifetime. Oh, um, uh, what's it about? <laughs> Steven Seagal. Yeah. It's, it's about movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's about corn. Yeah, it's, that's well, that's my corn cast.
1: Yeah. So look, uh, here's my parting thoughts on this mm-hmm. movie. I think that Now the more I've talked about it I think I've come around on it This is actually the best movie we've seen
2: Are you doing a bit? Yes Okay um, I is... mean I still No matter everything <laughs> I still think it belongs kind of Well Higher up on the list In terms
1: of But maybe that's of, just me Yeah I think in terms of the uh, the, the, the poetry of it You know the, the George Lucas poetry Of the whole thing The way that it rhymes is that um you know like we we get this sort of uh these sort of parallels of Stephen in his career um and how he's at the top of the mountain at the at the police uh, station and and he goes all the way down to doing traffic <clears throat> you know and him doing traffic that is the that is the manifestation on film of how he felt
2: making the patriot you know okay but, and then he gets bumped back up. He's like a, he gets bumped back like a up. street cop. Mm-hmm. So just like he got bumped back up to Exit Wounds.
1: Yeah, he got bumped back up to Exit Wounds. But what's really particularly great about this is that because there is, I, I guess, technically a little bit of character growth in this movie, I guess. But, I mean, it wants you to think there is. <laughs> but that's just it, man. There's really, there's nothing different about this movie than any of the other ones. you know. The movie wants you to think he's learned his lesson, but he hasn't because he's just here making another one of these movies. I know it had a twist that was a little bit different, but you know he's going to come back out in this next movie next week and it's just going to be the same shit we've been watching for 10 weeks before this. And the, and, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and the reason that that is so beautiful is because that exit, wounds, exit Wounds tells us that that's going to happen. Steven knows what went wrong and he's not going to change it. It's like Stephen got fired for being a loose cannon that didn't follow the rules. And he solved the case by being a loose cannon that didn't follow the rules. Right. Which and, and so is kind of
2: the issue with the whole fucking movie. Yeah,
1: and so that's just it. That's the parallel. Steven's just going to keep doing exactly what he's been doing. He's going to be in direct-to-DVD world for the rest of his life. Yep. Except for that one time he got hired to be on Machete. <laughs> yeah. And uh, And that's it. Is it's it's that's what's so stark about this movie, and that's what maybe it's put pissed me off so much is that, it that is that, it is it just it tells you what's coming and it's a storm baby, there's uh it's a mason storm that's coming, and um, uh, <clears throat> and it sucks for all of us, and uh, <laughs> and so that Exit it wins uh, two thousand one.
2: Yeah, um, one thing that I wanted to add. It's about exit wounds um in dmx's crew is uh eva mendez and um i don't know what uh, uh, how i uh, i mean you've seen eva mendez and shit yes, um surely yeah. i recognized her face right away i, I yeah. don't know if
1: i could immediately tell you what i've seen her. i <laughs> couldn't even
2: name for some reason I think, I think it was like i think she's in ghostwriter <laughs> Okay. Which is probably a disservice, almost certainly a disservice to Eva <laughs> Mendes. That's my immediate go-to. Yeah. But I've got a uh, exit wounds brain right now. Yeah, but, that's but a, it was um, an extremely familiar phase, and
1: I was like, okay, yeah. I what about
2: The person. Voice?
1: Nothing? The vo- like the television program?
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm surprising you with our new segment. <laughs> what about The Voice? <laughs> what, about- <laughs> <with James> Adel- <laughs> what about The Voice with James Adelan? What about The Voice with yeah. James Adelan? Um No, Eva Mendez's voice. Um that's uh it's just not her uh,
1: <laughs> you know what i think that i was already exit wound brain by the time that that happened and i don't even think i'd registered
2: that's fine yeah um is it that bad what the voice it's kind of it certainly does not sound like <laughs> Eva men does. yeah um but now hold on i wasn't prepared <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: you didn't have a you have clips ready
2: well no i just i wanted to i want to make sure that i get the wording correct but this is 100 percent like confirmed i am reading this off of the imdb trivia but like this is 100 percent real because it came from eva mendez and i did my research because it is so wild but um her dialogue was entirely redubbed by another actress whoa and she was not told until she attended the premiere and it was just not her voice so she reached out to a producer and was told that her voice was replaced because she did not sound intelligent enough what yeah
1: okay yeah so i'm gonna ask a question okay and i want you to answer this As directly and honestly as as you can. Okay. Do the producers of this movie know that Steven Seagal was in the movie?
2: Uh, Yes. Interesting. That that is actually Eva (laughs) Mendes' retort uh, when she told the story of Jon Stewart where she made a joke. that She was like, I'm in a Steven Seagal movie and I don't sound intelligent (laughs) enough. It's also uh, like 100% racist. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, much like the way that we just kind of uh, let Steven Seagal's real crimes sit out in real, uh, in, in the <laughs> air and we don't really mention them. That was, uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, um, in 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 uh, unforgivably, uh, unapologetically. I just I felt like as it black as black and white as it made gets. Clear that everybody
2: <laughs> here understood. Yeah,
1: as black and white as it gets, right there. It, um, that is just wild. Yeah, uh, yeah yikes <laughs> that's a that gets the dylan jay's uh, yikes of the episode yeah
2: well it is pretty yikes yeah um yeah exit wound sucks i mean i feel <laughs> yeah i feel like i'm being too hard on it and i know i keep popping in and saying that over and over and over again but i mean it just sucks it all sucks at the same time <laughs> I mean, though sucks
1: at the same time though it's like at what point can you give a movie the pass anymore for still having Seagal in it at oh, this
2: point? well that's, I mean, no, I mean, the movie doesn't get a pass. None <laughs> of these movies get a pass. The yeah. very, the very. I mean, and and I feel like um, it might come off that we're just like, oh, well, the very nature of them having Steven Seagal means that they can't be good movies. That's not necessarily true. It's not necessarily true. I think that we're really going to find that out when it comes to Machete. But who knows what we might come 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 across. Yeah. Who knows?
1: And, and shit, you know, like, I know that My Giant wasn't particularly good or anything like that, but like My Giant, if it were a good comedy movie, like just like a top to bottom, like really solid, funny comedy movie and Seagal were in it in his exact same role. My Giant could have been good.
2: Yeah, I mean the way they handle Seagal is still pretty rough. In yeah. There. But yeah. I mean
1: Well, okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. It's to,
2: not it's who, not even just like, well, these movies, you know, having Steven Segal and, and kind of everything all the baggage that comes along with it but the movies themselves just suck like this just they all genuinely suck and so none of them so far get any sort of a pass there's no like man it's a bummer that movie has steven seagal because now it's hard to watch and enjoy it yeah like you you know like it (laughs) just bad yeah no it is it it is just if you like them good for you man (laughs) yeah seriously and and then start your own steven seagal podcast enjoy it don't don't do that yeah no, no
1: but my, my thing is like, w- when, I, when I watch these movies, it's like, um, I am, uh, un- unless, and this has happened a bizarre amount of times, unless they specifically make some sort of allusion to who Steven Seagal is outside of the movie, um, I typically don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I do typically just think like, all right, action movie time. Oh, look, there he is. <laughs> and just let it ride from there. Like, I actually don't think that much about who steven is outside of the movie until a later date you know but so yeah like if if one of these things were good i would come here and begrudgingly probably tell you i'd be
2: very embarrassed yeah i would would be like because it would defeat the purpose of our (laughs) podcast (laughs) but but no well yeah we'd be like man it's a shame you can't watch this one yeah no i can't yeah you
1: can't but but no i mean i would have a much tougher time telling you not to watch it you know I would, I would be like look this is this is a strictly a principle thing at this point like whether you want to watch this or not but um but yeah no it's
2: it's just not good
1: it's just not good and they really don't they are bad yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's exit woods baby we tried <laughs> exit Woods parentheses 2001
2: yeah all right um <laughs> let's do some imdb trivia
1: okay the only good segment of the show. yeah i don't have i
2: i don't have a game i i couldn't even fucking bring myself to a
1: game for this one playing games would indicate some amount of joy
2: yeah this isn't the episode for a game
1: yeah this is this is the funeral episode yeah this is this is the day that the the music died man
2: so um (laughs) last week for the patriot our imdb trivia fact was No animals were harmed in the making of this movie. (laughs) Producers narrowly avoided a catastrophe after Steven insisted he could ride the pony that played Missy. (laughs) Parentheses, horse actress name unknown. (laughs) And this was approved. And to at least this recording remains up on the IMDB trivia.
1: That's unbelievable.
2: Do you think someone's gonna listen to this and be like very precious about the IMDB trivia? and get like pissed and go in there and scrub all our trivia from all
1: (laughs) you guys are ruining the sanctity of the imdb trivia okay
2: i go on here to find out what kind of car people drove in (laughs) every scene of the movie
1: yeah thank you very much Um, Um,
2: um we do that all the time that was one of the best ones yeah it was uh but so um i uh, um exit wounds well uh, er. so exit wounds has uh 48 trivia items what are they all variations of the same trivia
1: item or is there really that much to
2: talk about They're sort of all variations of the same um when i made my little joke about people coming on here to learn what kind of cars people drove in every scene it's because uh oh that's what is on there yes wow these uh so some of the some of the trivia for this one's wild i think that sometimes we get trivia where it's like shows uh or it raises the question of who else has been adding trivia as part of their <laughs> steven seagal podcast yeah but some of it, th- this one isn't that kind of wild it's just like why
1: i guess yeah
2: who um, cares like, do you remember? I couldn't even I couldn't even begin to do it justice. But that absolutely Gonzo, IMDb trivia about uh, Out for Justice about like the the oh, nuts Oh, about sign or the fuck nuts thing. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Well, there isn't anything that good here. But they're more along that line.
1: And that's another thing about Alfred Justice, man. It's like, even the IMDb <laughs> trivia put us to shame that week. Yeah, it absolutely did. God, we're going to, like, pine for that movie in, in, in a way that is going to make it so that we should really never, ever watch it again. Yeah. Because it can only bring it oh, down.
2: absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I know. There's no question. Watch it again. It would not. It would not hold up. Yeah. Uh, but so some of the IMDb trivia includes um, the car Orin, which is <laughs> Steven Seagal, by the way um his name in this one is Oren boyd. boyd
1: yeah i remember the boyds <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> well no I, there's one particular boyd where the uh, the commander go uh, bursts into the uh to the men's locker room um at the at the police station, and she refers to him as Boyd. But for some reason, I thought that she just really randomly went Boyd <laughs> <laughs> like, while she was talking to him. And I had to okay. I had to rewind the movie and
2: and hear that she said Boyd. <laughs> so, I like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was trying to make the
2: movie better than it was. <clears throat> um, but at the beginning, he's driving a 1972 Chevrolet El Camino 350. Oh, great! At one point, he rides a Ducati 900IE um latrell drives a 1995 porsche uh 911 carrera that shit's just like a bunch of this trivia i love it um let's read
1: all 47 of, uh, of them okay let's so, not let's not do no that. we aren't gonna do
2: that but uh um, i am gonna read some of them yeah yeah give me, give me the the highlights <sighs> it's just a wild uh it's gonna be a wild week for the MTV trivia i love it in an interview with HuffPost live and, and i i can confirm that this is true i've seen this interview yeah tom arnold claimed that steven seagal fell into the water while filming a scene on his character's houseboat seagal had opted to shoot the scene without rehearsal and mistakenly exited through the wrong door leading him to drop into the bay i love that <clears throat> that's really good i'm a big fan of that one uh, dmx did not enjoy working with steven seagal really? describing him as a dickhead
1: what oh my what
2: they uh <laughs> they do they do reunite though and uh beyond the law i actually am surprised about that The as of right now the climax of this podcast yeah until above the law 2 comes out Until above the law 2 comes out above the law 2 beyond the law yeah <laughs> yeah mm. god um <laughs> here's here's one Steven Seagal hurt his knee during the car jump scene, but kept shooting the movie. That's, he uh, again
1: Spider-Man style just just jumps over a fucking car. He does just movie. jump over a car, um,
2: but it's also like he hurt his knee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure st- I'm Steven sure. stubbed his toe on the way to work <laughs> one morning. <laughs> i'm sure steven wrote that he's like you know steven all hurt his knee he saw something about like tom cruise breaking his ankle and mission impossible and still like doing the scene yeah as he immediately went to the imdb trivia (laughs) yeah let's let's see yeah yeah give me the rundown um he doesn't have his ponytail in this he doesn't he absolutely doesn't thank goodness um I anyway, know he looked a little less uh, physically disgusting in this movie. He, he does, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know that this is a slower moment for it. I try and kind of, like, pick him out mm-hmm. in advance, but this one was just, there was just so much, I just couldn't even fucking do it. And I couldn't decide what in the moment would seem important to me yeah. that I wanted to, <laughs> to like, uh, acknowledge. Just because some of it is really dumb. And uh, just about cars. Yeah, I mean, just so much of it's just about cars, though. Um, there, here's a good example, actually, of how this IMDb trivia is stupid as hell. Uh, there is a flashpoint episode, some TV show. Mm-hmm. There's a flashpoint episode with the same name, but the plot of the episode doesn't share with the movie. God. Like, thanks, IMDb trivia. Mm. <laughs> It's just fucking stupid. I just wanted to kind of highlight that it was stupid this I week. I love it. It fits in with just the week that we <laughs> apparently have had. Yeah, with how shit this movie is. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing here? Um, we barely touched on, like, anything in the movie, so we don't have the same sort of details to yeah um, dig into. Let's say that...
1: Um, who who's the the talk show guy? Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Maybe um, maybe th- Stephen thought that uh, tar- Tom Arnold's talk show was was real and kept trying to uh, finesse a way in which that he could advertise the movie on his show and uh, and like he was going to be really excited to tell the producers about it. Like, hey, I got Tom to <laughs> to actually advertise the movie on his show this week.
2: Okay. Yeah. Now we we do kind of continuously go back to this well that's uh like steven can't <laughs> tell the difference between his films and that's reality. true that's true i think that's just
1: probably what my brain goes to first is like maybe that's what i find like inherently funny about it maybe an actor in a movie is just them not knowing the difference between real life no, it's, and, it's and certainly a, a good bit but it's a good bit but um, hey if you got a good one man I, uh, I don't I'm really have
2: ears. i don't have a full formed one yet but i do have a little uh kind of starting point potentially yeah um tom arnold was at one time married to roseanne Barr, and we have established in our seagal canon that he's a huge roseanne head that's true and um do they... we do we think that he
1: was gonna uh, try to get him to sign the roseanne box set
2: that, <laughs> that roseanne signed earlier in the show or um so I I have two now. I had one originally, but now I have another one I'm gonna do. So yeah. I'm gonna suggest them both. First yep. one I have was that they'd by the by now they'd already gotten divorced. Mm-hmm. So we could do maybe Steven was tried really hard to get them back together. Yeah. Uh maybe try to do like a parent trap thing. Uh-huh. Uh, or we could say that Steven uh somehow his original Roseanne complete series uh, got ruined mm-hmm. And he had to buy a new one And then he kept trying to get Tom Arnold <laughs> to help him get it signed um,
1: I think that The first one uh, <clears throat> Sounds like something that we could Get away with longer on the imdb trivia i mean they're both pretty insane but just (laughs) i think i think that that one we could get away with longer but the second one uh i like because it had some sort of uh continuing arc between our Mm -hmm. imdb trivias so i'm gonna i'm gonna err on the side of that one okay like that's that's my favorite
2: all right so how did it get
1: ruined (laughs) um how to get burned (laughs) steven had it on him when he when he fell into (laughs) the water (laughs) steven carries it around with him everywhere (laughs)
2: All right, so I have Steven Seagal had a Roseanne complete box set signed by Roseanne when he guest starred on her show. All right, I think having it that it was in the, <laughs> the water with him is a little bit, maybe a little, a little bit, bit much. too much. Yeah. yeah. Um. So what what do we think happened to to Steven's box set? I think it's got to be a, a little bit believable.
1: Yeah, a little bit believable.
2: Maybe it was, um, maybe he lost it on a train. Um, maybe his wife got it in the divorce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that timeline adds up. I don't really think it does at all
1: <laughs> well i mean but... it it uh it does- it doesn't add up because we said that she d- filed for divorce immediately after the filming of right, uh, but
2: that one got removed remember? that's true that, that was one's not there no anymore. longer well, yeah
1: then that one's uh even more difficult to get up now because they'll have to try to verify that. we know that including Steven Seagal's ex-wife is a surefire way to to get taken down
2: all right, so I'm gonna say but he. Lost it in a move <laughs> and bought a new one. He kept pressuring Tom Arnold to help him get signed. I'm shaking my head while I type this. Yeah. Steven Seagal had a Roseanne Complete Series box set signed by Roseanne when he guest starred on her show, but he lost it in a move <laughs> and bought a new one. He kept pressuring her once husband, Tom Arnold, Help him get signed.
1: I love nonsense. It. I love it. This is
2: nearly gibber. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think I would great. read it again. Yeah, read
1: to- it one more time.
2: Steven Seagal had a Roseanne Complete Series box set signed by Roseanne when he guest starred on her show, but he lost it in a move and bought a new one he kept pressuring her once-husband, Tom Arnold, to help him get signed.
1: <laughs> I think it's him. Awesome. All right. Yeah. I think there's no way it gets taken down.
2: I'm submitting it. You're welcome, IMDB. You're welcome for my contribution. Yeah.
1: Uh, and so there's that yeah <laughs> um and so we're on to the
2: sentencing we're on to the sentencing and what a what a wild week it is to try to sentence steven yeah it's really coming i think that this is the first week where it's so much less about the movie it's yeah. really the first one where it's the just, movie really doesn't matter here yeah it's really <laughs> just kind of coming down to the experience yep. and i know it's not fair to exit wounds i hope Andre's not a listener yeah but honestly
1: i hope he is so that so that he knows he knows where we're coming from. He knows it wasn't okay. him. It, it was us and not him. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, Andre okay, Stephen. You know, we're sorry to you, but uh, you you know you got a little. I don't know if it was your idea to cast Stephen. I don't know whose plan that was. <laughs> but if it wasn't your idea, you got fucked. And if it was your your
2: idea, stupid games and stupid prizes, buddy. <laughs> you know. Um, all right, you gotta go first with this one, so I can kind of know what what realm we're playing in. Because I think I could go yeah. either way. So you gotta let me. Yeah, you gotta kind of let me know where where. I'm going field we're on. All right, look. The idea of the whole thing
1: was that we were gonna sentence Steven based off the movie, how big of a crime the movie felt like to us. Mm-hmm. And I think you know how if you're if you're a repeat offender you're more likely to get a larger sentence. Mm-hmm. At this point, Steven has committed the same crime 12 or 13 straight times mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. Yeah. And I, I can't overlook it. And, um, I know that the rest of his crimes are already set in stone, uh, for the next 38 movies or whatever it is that we, we have, have over to watch 40 left for the I next think. over 40 movies. I think we're
2: at 41, 40 so, or 41. So we know his next 40 or
1: 41 movies are all going to be the same. <laughs> And, um... Can you
2: can you believe Can you fucking Imagine Can you imagine making them though
1: Like can you imagine like being so like
2: Okay but to be fair This is over like 30 years That's true That's true Maybe Yeah that's true I guess if like But then again like in some of those
1: years He makes three or four movies a year
2: Yeah but he could be doing like a week on them One way or the other. Tyler um, Perry made the most recent Medea movie in two weeks.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Fair enough. And and, I, and that has costume changes. Yeah. And we all know Steven wears whatever the fuck he showed up on set with. Yeah. I just... Part of me feels like the idea of, like, we have 40 more to go is actually um, very comforting to me. Uh-huh. Because it's starting to feel like it will be like this for the rest of my life. <laughs> so what i'm like there's 41 to go part of me is like oh my god that's such a that's a big fucking number yeah but then also it's comforting and i'm just like you know what only 41 to go yeah you know what
1: yeah i think we've made the term we've made the turn now to where it's just like it felt like forever but now it's like you know what it isn't forever
2: it isn't forever
1: (laughs) um but the memories will remain and Steven needs to be hurt for that. And so I'm going to give Steven Seagal 80 years in 80 prison. 80 years. Because um, 40 for each week that we have left. Okay. Times two for all of the pain that it will cause. Um, 80 years for Steven Seagal. 80 years. And just because I feel like it, you know, I'm, <laughs> I, there's no rules. There's no rules. Uh, I'm mad with power. And I'm mad with just the other one, anger, <laughs> and um, fuck it, Stephen gets an eighty piece from me.
2: all right, I don't think I'm gonna go that drastic yeah I inc- you came in hot on exit wounds. I did i you know
1: i and I just watched it today. you probably watched it a day or two ago, yeah, it was so you've like you've cooled down a little bit i'm I'm fresh off the presses,
2: yeah, I mean, even when it ended, I was feeling like respectful of it, <laughs> yeah, I've just made you madder yeah kind of
1: yeah i, I <laughs> and, brought you down the uh, the well with me
2: and, and having to like talk about it. <laughs> <And just laughs> pretend to unpack like, your feelings, there. Yeah. um so i'm not gonna go as harsh i'm probably not even gonna go nearly nearly as harsh nor should you this one was for me this one was selfish no nah, you know sometimes you just gotta do it yeah um but i am gonna go heavier i think i'm gonna go the heaviest also that i have gone so far sure and i'm gonna say 35 35 i'm gonna say you know, 35
1: and that makes me feel good about my 80 as well because i think that in like a normal week that i might have gone with something like 35 but the 80 is
2: really just because i'm feeling vindictive today <laughs> okay Yeah. <laughs> so we you know <laughs> by the end of this Stephen is gonna be in for a rough haul yeah um and this is
1: judicially binding yes yeah he has to do this
2: so right now we are looking at two consecutive life sentences plus 329 years <laughs> good uh, this is like week 14 <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to get some guests on here or something in the next couple of weeks because this is, this was a tough
2: yeah thing to sit through yeah we'll pull we'll pull some people in once we start hitting direct i mean there was a, a a talk film society meeting mm-hmm. where I it was basically like, y'all come be on my Steven Seagal podcast, you know? Yeah. And, and you had to break the news to and I, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, it basically just total just silence. Nobody interested. Yep. Nobody, <laughs> nobody at all the idea of just like watching a Steven Seagal movie for no reason appealed yeah. to them. Uh, just, just, uh, because uh, i was like we're already done with all the ones that you might be even remotely interested in watching <laughs> yeah uh but you know it's fine we're gonna pull some people that we'll have nolan back on <laughs> yeah he'll, he'll uh, be the only one we can get <laughs> no nah, we'll I'll, we'll, figure it out. <laughs> we'll tell people it's a different show <laughs> yeah we'll uh we'll do the old bait and switch yeah i don't really know how we would pull that off yeah i'd <laughs> be like we're gonna do or we could say that it's like um oh, we have all
1: kinds of uh well, then again, you know, you can't ever get around the fact that you have to get them to watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like like we've, we've come up with so many much more interesting. But you know, that's the real tragedy of this is that we've come up with so many much more interesting podcasts since we've been doing this podcast.
2: Arguably not really true. I don't know. if our, our <clears throat> Well, they'd be much shorter. And with, which how so? Well, well, they would feel shorter than
1: the Seagal movies like Uh-oh. the Happy Madison podcast. The Happy Madison podcast would be like, hey, there's, there's two or three kind of funny movies in here
2: i guess that's probably true yeah there's not even two or three in here man no i know um there's one we'll have to do we'll have to say that's like a podcast i'm trying to think of how you could trick someone to watching a steven seagal
1: movie without like it's a podcast where whatever movie we we pull out of the walmart five dollar bin um we have to watch it okay oh this week it was a seagal the, movie so
2: so okay no that's that's interesting we tell them that it's like a random thing and yeah. they might you know so then they aren't looking immediately down that barrel of steven seagal yeah. and then we're like oh fuck sorry you gotta watch uh fucking kill switch <laughs> and they're like oh man what the fuck is steven seagal movie i'm like i know oh man i've never even seen one before what's yeah. it gonna be like yeah do, is he like is he bad is that is, and, he, is he not a good actor you don't like steven i've never seen him and then they get him on and we're like welcome to steven <laughs> to steven destroyed <laughs> maybe this is a good idea
1: yeah do we have any friends that we
2: haven't uh well, oh, I wasn't even thinking friends. I oh, was. just like a bystander. Yeah, or just like kind of people uh, I could find some people. Well, I think we got
1: we just got to start getting people f- from the industry. We got to start getting we got to start hitting these people up that worked on these movies. I'll get on it. We got to get the one and done directors. They probably got nothing better to do. We don't know that. Well, that's true. I absolutely do not know that. But I hope they have nothing better to do. Okay. Yeah, it's over, man. <laughs> yeah. Or throwing in the towel.
2: Yeah. On this episode, is there like anything else we do on this show? Sometimes we have fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, thanks to Talk Film Society. Um, yeah. We'll. I'll find some of those people and I'll trick them into being on our show. Yeah.
1: Um, Be- we'll beg them.
2: Email us at StephenDestroyPodcast at gmail.com. Please. Um. Please five stars on itunes good reviews only yeah um their rules not ours their rules not ours patreon.com slash talk film society tell them um that steven destroy sent you they'll
1: know what that means
2: they'll know know what it means um yeah i mean it it's it's exit wounds and our imdb trivia has been approved (laughs) we did it yeah all right you want to take us out uh sorry can like lay on the floor
1: <laughs> yeah whatever um it's it's really hot in here um, yeah next week f- we have to turn off all the fans and air conditioners for
2: <laughs> uh for max uh destroying so yeah next week we're talking half past dead no we're talking ticker ticker which was a direct to dvd okay You got it? You gonna do it? Thanks for listening, motherfuckers. You're not even gonna do the voice? Not today.
0: Why don't you take your lively, chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared.
1: Get the fuck out of here. We have a problem. Steven started ad-libbing. That means I won't get to see you go through puberty.
0: I will snatch every mother.